Welcome everybody to yet another podcast and we are back with yet another episode. Somehow you are still here listening to all of these episodes. Thank you, I guess, for hearing us yap on. I can't. You're texting. I need you here. Start over. <laughs> Bro, this chick is way too quick. <laughs> I hadn't even. I wrote one message. Right, I'm now still we're leaving it. Next. Now we're leaving it on because I'm over here trying to start this podcast episode. My bad. My bad. Sumit is caught up with this chick on Dill Mill texting Please back and forth. Don't expose my situation. <laughs> you already did. Nah. You said this chick is way too fast on the text thing. That's awesome. <laughs> Imagine I just left it. She's way too fast. <laughs> Goosey, goosey. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Do you, bro? I'm gonna start this episode. You can chime in whenever you're ready. I'll Anyways, be ready. I'm still listening. Friends, <laughs> my other friends, the ones that are listening to this podcast, so happy that you are on this journey with us to record all these episodes. It's another beautiful day, and uh, today I want to talk about actually, if someone is still interested in talking to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about um, this term. I don't know if you coined it. You might have coined it or if it existed before. I don't know who coined this phrase, but the term is recreational outrage. As much as I'd like to take credit for that, yeah, I really don't know if I was the first. Had, did, you, did you hear it before? No. Like somewhere? I heard like the, the term recreational used for other things other than yeah. like, you know, Weed or We're just going to give you the credit for it. Fuck All right, it. yeah, All I'll right. take it. It's Finish. now on the record. The first person to coin the term recreational outrage was Sumit Singh from New York. So let it be known. Make sure that is credited everywhere it is being used. Pay me my royalties. Pay, yeah, send a Venmo $100 to uh, Sumit. Um, anyway, so yeah, this term came about. I forget when it was. I think it was around the time... Uh, there was like a big discussion with Babu the Painter. Do you remember this? I think yes, this I was uh, two Not months ago, ago now. Yeah. Is it, has it even been that long? Maybe I a month? I think it's been like two months at least. Um, or earlier this year, whatever. Um, so for those of, those of you that don't know what happened, Babu the Painter, if you don't know, which you probably do, Babu the Painter is uh, this female South Asian artist from Toronto. She paints incredible... Uh, South Asian figures, South Asian phrases, uh, all things South Asian on clothes, on canvases. She's even done murals. She does all sorts of stuff. It's really amazing stuff. Like um, even people like Mindy Kaling have given her mad props. And oh my God, like she's she's in India and all these major Bollywood stars are rocking her stuff. Uh, so she's really blowing up. She's doing amazing things. She's an amazing artist. Uh, I've met her a couple times. Really, really cool person. Cool person to hang out with. But anyway, so she did a project. She did this editorial photo shoot while she was in India a couple months ago. And uh, when the photos came, when the photos were done, when, when she posted it on Instagram, she had this one photo where it was her standing in front of uh, a bunch of local Indians in India. Um, and I guess she was wearing one of her pieces or whatever. 
And as soon as she posted that, a bunch of people started uh, commenting on how they thought it was racially insensitive or racially inappropriate or how she needs to check her privilege or whatever. Or, or they were saying that it was insensitive of her to not take into consideration the colorism that happens in India for centuries that's been happening in India. And so, wow, like that shit went crazy. Like I, I think the last time I checked, and this was a long time ago, there was something like 17,000 comments on this post. Yeah, it was a lot. It was crazy. I don't even know about Twitter. You know more about Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I don't know what, what the situation was like on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, Twitter was kind of blowing up with it, but it was mostly within, like, the brown community. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right, so it wasn't, like, a widespread issue. No, as much as not at all. things generally blow up in this day and age. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I kind of get where people are coming from, but at the same time, like, I can understand that, you know, it, she probably did it with the utmost innocence in terms of what she was trying to accomplish with that. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was her trying to necessarily appropriate her own culture. Yeah. To show like, is that, is that a thing? <laughs> Can you appropriate your own culture? Is well, I guess it really comes down to whether it, it's falls under the same umbrella as cultural appropriation or not. But, yeah. you know, it's the idea of uh, leveraging this idea of poverty or like you said, colorism yeah. or sexism or whatever. Yeah. Right. Does that all fall under this veil of like political correctness and stuff? Right. So, but the, but, but like, I don't know. I saw it as her standing with the people of India of different colors and of different backgrounds. It, to me, it, the photo looked like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm a person of the people. You know what I mean? Like, you know how I always say Batman's for the people when I put on my Batman mask, but like, that's, that's kind of like what I thought. But here's another thing. I feel like because we want, because we're talking about recreational outrage, I feel like the moment somebody lights that fire or like the moment the first sparks fly, a lot of people also just jump on this bandwagon that, oh my God, something is happening that will give the impression to other people that I am woke. Right. And so I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to join in. Yeah. It's, you know I mean? it's like, we love, we love titles as a yeah. society, right? Like we want to label ourselves with something because it represents us. We, it means we stand for something or it, so it means something to us. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like this idea of recreational outrage, it comes, it stems from this idea of belonging to something yeah. or believing in something simply because it allows you to fit in with what other people are thinking. Right, doing, right, right. right. Yeah. And so I think personally, I, what I've seen is um, like I've seen people literally have no education or idea of a specific subject. Yeah. They see and hear things from different places. So yeah. places. So they piecemeal like their opinion on things, yeah. right? It's not coming from a true, genuine place of care or real outrage. It's not academic or anything yeah, like that. Like, I, I'm not I'm not discrediting. I'm sure there were academic people that are commenting and stuff too. Like I'm sure there are academics that saw genuine issues with this or whatever. But um, and that's actually hurting. There's so many people that are like just jumping on this bandwagon yeah. because we live in this world of instant everything. Yeah. 
instant dating, instant food, instant movie, instant streaming, are, instant music. We are actually considered the McDonald's generation. The McDonald's generation, yeah. Right, because so we it's have like everything. instant opinions. Yeah. It's like this just happened. I haven't had five minutes to think about it, but I need to keep scrolling. But before I keep scrolling, I need to comment. Yeah. So literally, this person is forming an opinion on something so grand like colorism or appropriation or whatever within seconds and boom in like two minutes they've already contributed to you know dragging some artists through the streets because of one picture or one post or whatever discrediting all the work they must have done in the past you know what i mean right. like i think that's just so fucking stupid so like, i i the i think part of the part of the reason is what you touched on earlier right this whole we need to get self-approval immediately or we need to have a self-identity yeah at the you know at our fingertips it validates you somehow right so but the thing is like it's like you stated those people who are educated in certain fields or topics or whatever who have valid opinions and have a valid stance on things yeah when they deal with people or are commenting in the same thread as other people who are simply showing recreational outrage yeah yeah, it drowns all that that out out too yeah and now they've lost their validity or like their uh, whatever like reputation they hold yeah. in that in that on that topic, but I it's crazy. It's- and we we experienced this with um, and th- this kind of brings up another thing. But I've experienced this with another person we work with, um, uh, a friend of ours named Mariam. She's from New York. Uh, she is a very insta famous, like very famous Instagram influencer. She uh, does fashion blogging, lifestyle blogging, things like that, whatever. And uh, so she somehow was a victim of this too. Somebody brought up some tweets that she had put out from like 2003 when she must have been, I'm assuming, a teenager like us and was like, how can people support somebody like this? Like, you know, we need to ban her from stuff. We need to cancel her. Like, blah, blah, blah. This person's ridiculous. And basically started spewing all this hate towards her and trying to expose her. And then it turned into, it turned even uglier from what I heard. Like, um, from her other posts, she talked about how, like, she started getting death threats and, like, all yeah. this shit. And she had to get a lawyer involved and the police involved and all this shit. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I think a lot of people, because we live in this instant gratification world, people forget that humans evolve yeah. and that like I'm not the same person I was in 2003, 2004. I may have had beliefs when, you know, that I, that I had, that I had felt very strongly about in 2003, 2004 that I probably don't have anymore. You know what I mean? Like people a lot evolve when they learn things, when they you know, their circumstances, their experiences, the more they gain knowledge, they change. Uh, and so it's unfair to be like, yo, why did you say this in 2003? Like, you must still believe this. Right. It's like, what the hell? That shit doesn't make sense. You have to understand 2003 was a completely different time. You know what I mean? Like, I I grew up in an environment where, like, gay jokes were, like, a normal thing. Yeah. Not joking about gay people, but using gay as a uh, as a slang for you know being lame or whatever that was normal. Right, right. 
Uh, well, and it, now it's I'll not. Give you so like, example, right? huh? I'll give you another example. Yeah. You know, we were watching The Office earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, there was talk re- not so long ago about potentially bringing The Office back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right when uh, Steve Carell was on SNL, yeah, you know, yeah there was yeah. this whole thing about people starting up this rumor that uh, The Office Come was going to start up like, again. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he quickly squashed that because I think he said that if The Office was around today, right, instead of premiering or uh, being on TV back when it was, yeah, if it was on TV today, it, it wouldn't was, fit with the society that we're in now. It wouldn't. Right? No, they wouldn't. I think that's why I love The Office so much because it's so nostalgic of a time that was. Yeah. Like, know, are we going to get that. it back? No. We're not, not the show. I mean, like that time period. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Exactly. And. I don't know. I just, uh, I think Humble the Poet said this um, when we were in Toronto. Remember, we went to go see him speak. Uh, this is last year. Uh, and then it came out in his video as well. Uh, but he basically coined this phrase saying, woke is the new basic. Right. Uh, props to that man, because like, to me, that's very uh forward thinking yeah like to be able to have foresight and be able to see that that's what is going to happen like we had this we had this time where like everybody was being really basic and that was a term like yo you yeah. basic bitch basically like yeah, where'd you get your coffee from yeah starbucks? if oh, you're a starbucks basic. drinker yeah. if you you know listen to kesha <laughs> or something that, i don't know whatever is that a thing? <laughs> whatever yeah you know i mean like and then now we live in this age where like being you know pseudo woke where like forming some sort of strong opinion about anything and everything right away is like considered to be cool like that's the cool thing to do now just like how wearing baggy jeans was cool when we were in high school now being cool is bashing somebody on instagram you know, talking See, about how, a, like, they don't understand race or whatever, this, that, and the other. Yeah, you're talking about, like, how woke is the new basic. It's kind of like base, being basic was kind of the norm, right? Yeah. But being woke was, a, like, a sample size of the population was considered woke. Yes. It became cool to be of the minority. In yes. That, in that respect, It right? always is, right? Similar yeah. to how hipster culture became more mainstream right and now like what does hipster mean anymore right nothing like, like that, that idea it just doesn't yeah. really it's not true to itself anymore yeah and i think this is that an example of that as well right yeah it is in a way society appropriates other parts of society yeah and so that mentality comes from that point too yeah, yeah. right so basically everybody's trying to see things the way other people see things so that they can fit in that's true, yeah. Right? And it's like they want to do it for simply the reason of fitting in as fitting opposed in. to making it, you know, a, a splash or a real impact yeah, about yeah. whatever the issue is. Yeah. Right? Because how much of an impact are you really having commenting on Instagram? Do you really yeah, think I mean, like any real change is coming out of that? I don't think any change is coming out. It's simply now Nothing. social media has become this platform for people to rant when they want to rant. 100%. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Mostly Twitter, I mean, but people do rant on like Instagram. Because I don't like, even know Facebook. I don't know who's still uses it. reading an Instagram comment going, wow, like I need to go read this book on, yeah. on racism and colorism and really get myself 
up to date before I comment on this thing. Like maybe I need to yeah. <laughs> get myself educated on how Babu's picture really is bad for Indian society or something like that. Like the nobody's fucking is, doing that. Well, that's the thing, right? Is way too many opinions in the world though. Yeah. Like this idea of too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Whatever it is, right? That's true. It's that idea that you can't have too many people talking about the same thing in one space. Yeah. You cannot. You Nothing productive yeah. comes from that. Yeah. Nobody's going Here's, through the whole thread and saying, oh, this is a valid point. Yeah. Oh, this I have an issue with. No, no, this is this makes sense. Yeah. Nobody's doing that. They're looking to see what's the most inflammatory thing on there. Yeah. Right? What is going to upset me today that I can now respond yeah, with yeah, and be yeah. a part of this conversation with? That's so true. Right? Can we talk about this, though? Like, how... Um, because we talked on one of our earlier episodes about that girl, what's her name? The just hilarious chick who um, did some fucked up shit, like posted that video where, where she called out a sick man, whatever, right? So we talked about that and how she responded and how terrible her response and her apology and everything was. So in my opinion, which obviously this podcast is just my opinion, who's else opinion would it be but in my opinion i didn't see anything wrong with babu's post or the the uh, photo series that she did i think there is a place where she fucked up though and that was when she started defending herself and also when she called out like one of her one of the people that commented it's like some somebody must have commented saying something to her about it and she basically responded to her saying, you know, I'm, I'm a free artist. I, I create whatever feels right to me, blah, 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 whatever. You can unfollow me if you want. Like, you don't need to follow me kind of shit. And then she, like, posted that on her story. Yeah. And that's when that, like, she pretty much fueled the fire for all these other recreational outrage activists to be like oh shit like she's firing shots back at us oh no like we gotta we gotta cancel this chick like we gotta get get at her and i i think that's where like a lot of artists do mess up where they don't know how to respond they want to respond because they want to defend themselves but uh, this is one of the this is one piece of advice I gave to another one of our friends. Navpreet Bunga is one of my friends. Uh, she kind of faced something similar, where somebody, some people started accusing her of stealing content. Like, yo, you're stealing this joke. Some other person has made this joke, and she pretty much started doing the same thing. She did the same thing Bubba did. She responded to these comments saying, yo, I don't know who that person is. I've never seen that video before, blah, blah, blah. And that sort of snowballed. And now people are like, oh, she's responding. Yeah. So we should comment more. But everybody just wants to see that you're active and that well, they want your attention. Everybody wants to be able to point their own finger but never have the finger pointed back at them. Yes, but they right. also just want attention from these artists of because course. you know you have two, 300,000 followers. You never expect that person to respond to you. Yeah. And now that she responded to you, you're like, oh, shit. Like, Speaking of stealing jokes. You feel special, right? Do you remember uh, Carlos Mencia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you aware of that whole situation? Nah. So Carlos Mencia... No longer, I guess, is an active comedian. I, like, I haven't I've seen never, him. Yeah, like, I haven't heard who's of him heard of him in the last like ten years or whatever it's been now, right? Yeah. Um, 
what he was accused of was stealing jokes from other comedians. Oh. And performing it before they could on a large on the larger stages. Oh shit. So I remember uh what was it, Joe Rogan mm. or Carlos Mencia was performing at uh the comedy store in LA. Yeah. And Joe Rogan happened to be there, who's also a comedian, has, has his own great podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, what he did was he basically called out Carlos Mencia while he was on stage performing. Oh, shit. And saying, why are you stealing people's jokes? And obviously, Carlos Mencia now being Carlos Mencia, be, you know, having the finger pointed at him and accused, he gets very defensive, naturally. Yeah. Right? And so what do you say? So he was like, uh, no, those guys... I didn't steal those jokes. Like, you know, we, we all think similarly. So I came up with it. I, like he had a bunch of yeah, different excuses. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember specifically. He was kind of all over the place. Cause you know, yeah. he knew we, he was, he was like caught now. basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it became a big thing. There's like a documentary, a short documentary on YouTube about really? it. Joe yeah. Rogan recently talked about it on his podcast. Oh wow. Uh, and it, I just found that interesting because you brought that up. Yeah. Right. That was somebody who legitimately got canceled. Yeah. 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 Right. Where is he now? Maybe, I mean, he's not retired. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. He's still considered an active comedian, but. Yeah. Like. And there- that's the thing, though. Like, my advice to people in those situations that are like, you know, influencers or whatever, where you have these recreational outrage people trying to bring you down or whatever, is to not give them the time of day not respond to them, not become defensive and not try to call them out and not try to be, not try to basically like defend yourself and be like, yo, no, like your thinking is incorrect. Like I did nothing wrong. Are you saying as the, as the perpetrator or as the person responding? Uh, I'm saying like, as like if you did something artist, and now you, as a, def- like uh, instead of taking the defensive, you yeah. just ignore it. Is just that what, ignore that's what you're saying? Okay. And, and my reasoning for the, for that is this, my reasoning is, People at this time and age, right in this moment, we consume content at a hyper speed right now, right? Like literally, especially on Instagram, if you look, have you ever seen somebody or watched somebody scroll through Instagram? It is fucking creepy. Like the next time you're in the subway or some shit or somewhere public. Just, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, dude, it is it blows my mind. And I know I do the same thing, obviously, but like when you see somebody else doing it, you're like, wow. Like they're just scrolling, 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 pause, double click, scroll, 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 pause, double click, <laughs> double click. So so do you think part of that, like as a question is, do you think that this whole idea of recreational outrage technology social media whatever it is all these things combined we've kind of lost sight of ourselves meaning like we're not as self as aware as self-aware as we once 100%. used to be we've lost depth right like i think i grew up in the generation where whatever you felt or whatever you believed you believed deeply you didn't have to have an opinion on everything like you know if somebody asked you like oh what do you think about and you don't have any thoughts you're just like yeah i don't know yeah but now it's like if somebody asks you an opinion on you know coffee beans being grown in colombia or some shit and you 
you'd be like, yeah, I'm against it. Like yeah. <laughs> right away. So, but no, because it's the cool thing to to say, right? It's the yeah. cool thing to know. Now, actually, considering that you were just saying that, something just came to my mind. It's kind of the opposite. If like if we were to say, okay, what's the what's the contrast to that, right? Yeah. Is recreational outrage a new thing? Yeah. The reason I say I that. So. Reason I say that is because what comes to mind is when our parents were growing up yeah. in India or whatever, right? Like we come from that culture where socially acceptable things are the norm, right? Yes. Because if you do something or go against what's socially acceptable, right? Yeah. Immediately other people have chimed in with their opinions in yeah, the community, yeah. right? That's true. So that still happens to some extent. It does, in, yeah. In those areas of the world, maybe like in, or in certain cultures or whatever, uh, where our families or whatever you do has to be constantly uh, given approval or yeah. accepted, yeah. right? Because God forbid somebody something happens to somebody, now the entire community, society is talking yeah. about it, but why? Like, how does it truly affect them? It doesn't. It right? doesn't, yeah. It's just that they're witnessing something that they don't agree with, so they feel the need to speak up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. is recreational outrage a new thing? I personally don't think it's new. I think it's being recycled again. Yeah, but it's becoming just, more of a. Yeah. It's got. It's been given more of a platform. It's more exposure now that social media has grown to, to it. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. I think a lot of it is also happening because there's such a ginormous amount of unrest at the global level like at the decision making level right. in terms of the people that are running the world like the governments that are running the world yeah there's so much unrest at that level and so much that we're against at that level but i feel like a lot of people just feel helpless like and it's like i don't know what i could do like so that's interesting wh- right what am i like trump keeps saying all this shit but like how many petitions am i going to sign with no avail how many protests am I going to go to with no avail? How many like letters am I going to write? How many Congress people am I going to... But They just feel helpless. They feel like they can't do anything. So they're sort of... I'm not saying this is like a gross... I'm not trying to make a gross generalization, but I feel like then that person is like, all right, I need to do something to, to sort of check and balance this imbalance of unrest. And so setting somebody straight on Instagram... Or canceling somebody on Twitter is my way of trying to tip the scale and yeah. like balance things out. So I see Do you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. they just feel like they need to provide some sort of justice somewhere at some micro level. I see that now that you've brought politics into it. <laughs> I, I can talk a little bit a little bit about like so the way I perceive this idea of recreational outrage is that people are becoming more liberal in the sense of their free speech, but they're becoming more conservative in terms of their mindset for what's acceptable and what isn't. Hmm, interesting. Right? Like, this example of The Office. Yeah. Right? If we were to hear the things that they said on The Office now, yeah, yeah. right? Like, it was brand new, fresh on TV, being yeah. exposed to for the first... People were being exposed to yeah, for the first Yeah, we were just time. watching an episode earlier where, where Michael right. called Dwight gay. Yeah. Yeah. So, things like that, right? Like, in terms of what we're saying and how we're saying it, like, at what point did we say that, okay, because now this is offensive to a group or to a person or to a situation or whatever, Yeah. now that this is offensive, am I supposed to take 
my thoughts back about how I felt about it before and now completely changed my yeah. mindset. Like, what is the kind it's of... Bill, Bill Cosby scenario, right? It's like... Uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's ever plausible or acceptable. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think... Like, I, I personally feel that the entire world now, even from a political standpoint, but I also think just from a societal standpoint, people are becoming more conservative in terms of how they feel or sorry not how they feel but how they think right okay, or yeah. what they think about okay i do think that we used to be more liberal as people before mm. trump before like social media really became this platform right that's interesting like i just think that we used to be able to think outside of the box more freely before i'm assuming you're not using the terms conservative and liberal in like the political sense. Right? Not literally. Like, so yeah, be, well, okay. I was going to say that, I mean, politically also, you think around so? the world, okay. we're starting to see governmental shifts towards the conservative side, right? Yes. It's happening. Yeah. In, it happened in India. It happened in England. It's happening here. Yeah. Uh, Australia. Like, yeah. people are getting to that point where they want to stay more conservative. But this happens, right? This is an up and down thing. It comes yeah. and goes in waves. Yeah. Right? There's no way to really control that. Yeah, I think it's just nature kind of taking this course, right? Like, at some point, you know, you give the conservatives a chance and let them run the country and right. see how things go. And then people get upset and they're like, oh, we need a change. So let's switch completely. And then the liberals come in and then that runs for a little while. And then people are like, oh, you know, this has been the same for too long. We need some change. Like, human nature is just an to not be satisfied, right? Like something or the other will always yeah. bother us and we'll be like, yo, we need to switch things up. Like we're we'll just we'll just become we're not content with anything. There's actually this reminds me of this like quote or meme or something that I saw years ago. And it was something like Bob was on the internet. Bob saw something offensive on the internet. Bob ignored it. Bob is happy. <laughs> Interesting. Think about that for a second, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's such a stupid thing, but like, yeah. or a simple thing, but it makes sense, right? Yeah. We stress ourselves out over this kind of stuff for yeah, no like, reason. Like, why? A topic doesn't even have to do with you, and you always have an opinion on it, but yeah. and you're like stressing yourself out because somebody responded to you now, and you have to defend your stance. It's like, it's yeah. back and forth. And like, it's, it, we're, we're, it's, uh, what's, what's the word? We want to be heard. I mean, that's what, I, that's what social media technology has done is allowed every single person to have a voice when yeah. none of us had one. Right, and we hung out with people that were that had similar interests. We, See, I don't know if I agree with that. We didn't have a voice before social media. I think so. Like, I think that you you I, couldn't reach the viewership of thousands of people. No, no. Here, that that's where I see the difference. Thousands right? of people who didn't wouldn't get to know what you thought about the election right, right. the president before, but now they can because that's what I mean. You've left They're comments where thousands of people are viewing that post. Right. What I'm saying is that what social media has done is it's given we've always had a voice because if you wanted to be heard, you could be heard. Right? Mm -hmm. You just had to use different avenues to do that. Now, because of scale, because of growth and the the popularity of social media, yes, more people can hear you. But more people are inclined to post their thoughts and opinions on social media now because of this idea of getting that validation for their thoughts. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, that's yeah. really what it's about. It's yeah. not about oh, I want people to hear my voice. No, it's it's not that genuine or pure. It gives you credibility. It makes you feel like okay, I'm not alone because yeah. look, so many people are liking my comment or whatever. Like yeah. your look, so many other people are commenting the same shit I am. Right. And so I want to be a part of this. Or like, wow, like you you get you get a lot of validation. I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. This it's scary like being on the internet now and being famous is scary because like people get dragged out for shit and get canceled and shit all the time now for just being themselves you know what i mean like there's no room for there's no room for dialogue anymore it's like either 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 we accept you or we don't and that's it yeah and then that this sort of leads into this idea of, and we I don't know if we'll do it, maybe we can continue this on the next episode, where we, we talk about this idea of, can you separate art from an artist? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, can yeah. you look at, is that, is that something you could do? Like, can somebody put out a song that you dance to and sing along to, but he's a child pedophile? Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> or, or he's, you know, you know no, whatever. I understand what you're saying. I think like R. Kelly, right? Like, yeah. Like, can you separate his songs, his music, from what he does? So it's about it's a couple things, right? I think what ends up happening is people think, oh, I have to cancel this person, so now I can no longer associate with that person. Yeah. But then you forget for a second that oh shit, I used to dance and still dance to this person's music. Yeah. So or now enjoy are their you music or whatever. Equally, but. If you don't, if you feel so strongly about the situation, whoever it is, that you feel that you just don't want to support that person anymore, yeah, yeah, I guess you you know you don't have to listen to that person's music anymore because essentially that would still be supporting them. They'd still be making money off listening off of you listening to their music, especially yeah. on streaming services. Yeah. So it's it's also similar to uh, you remember XXX Tentacion like yeah. before he passed away, there was a huge issue about him being uh, like on Spotify. Uh, he had been convicted or found guilty of domestic violence or sexual yeah. assault, some, something serious, right? Yeah. Why was he never canceled? Yeah. I don't know. Right? Like, is it fair? I don't even know if this makes sense right now, to be honest, but we'll, we could talk about that on another episode, I guess. Yeah, I think we need another episode where we talk, because I think it's deeper than that, you know? Yeah. Um, And it, it, it also relates to this discussion around now, forget art and artists, but also a parallel you could draw is uh, companies and company owners, right? Yeah. Like you have football teams who have owners that are racist and Trump supporters. Do you stop rooting for that football team? You have... Yes. <laughs> you have... Um, uh, whatchamacallit... Uh, you have people that run large, large multinational corporations that are racist. Do you stop buying their products? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so can a company's values be separate from uh, a, a company owners, right? Yeah, I get that. So we could talk about that next time. But um, yeah, this recreational outrage is a good, it's an interesting discussion, man. Obviously, it's not black and white at all. There's no conclusion, really, but. It's very interesting to discuss and just observe what's happening right now. Right. Um, and, you know, we want to just bring up certain topics 
simply for the reason of opening up more conversation as well, right? And we hopefully be able we to have say the, something that that is new and refreshing. Yeah, I mean, we, we bar- very... Whatever you do, don't <laughs> fucking spend only two seconds thinking about this and commenting in the next five seconds. Come back to it, think about it a little bit, and then tell us what you think in the comments below. But uh, Let us know what you think. Yeah, you know, like, if you listen to these podcasts and you learn something, we may be able to learn something different from your perspective. You 100%. Know? Um, so feel free to comment and give us feedback. And, and send us Your money voice can Venmo. be heard, yeah. And, <laughs> and our Venmo handles are... <laughs> Uh, we square cash actually yeah yeah (laughs) we'll put them below but anyway thank you all for joining us on yet another episode of yet another podcast we will see you guys next time (laughs) we'll see you guys yet again yeah on the next one (laughs) peace out take care